Well, welcome, Brian Weevil, to uh, to the journey. Well, thank so, you. It's my honor. Yeah. So let me just real real quick just explain a little bit about um, what the journey is about for any any new listeners that we may have. Sure. Is that um, really what we try to do on the journey is just take individuals and their their stories and how have they either transformed throughout their life, how have they maybe had some setbacks and then they learn from those setbacks and failed forward, or maybe it was. Um, they got a calling to do something different sure. or, or to reach out. And, and how did they um, face those fears that may have gotten in oh, the way? Yeah. And then um, and then what did they learn from that as well as they uh, recreated themselves? So, sure. uh, so before we jump into, you know, your your story, um, what, what do you do for fun? When you have an opportunity to have some fun and not be working because you work a ton, um, what, what do you do? Well, I, my, my biggest fun, I coach. I coach hockey. Oh. I, right now, I'm coaching hockey. From okay. Both boys are my team, which is awesome. Yeah. I, I coach baseball. I coach soccer in the years. You know, okay. I, pass. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy family time now. Sure. You know, I get yeah. more family time now. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. And and so speaking of, so I know you're married. And, and your wife's name? My wife's name is Stacy Zellweevil. Okay, Stacy. Okay. And and she works at the hospital. What, yes. What, and what does she do at the hospital? She has a child life um Counselor or okay. child life uh, specialist, right? Specialist, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's at Mercy, correct? No, she's at, uh, at, at Swedish American. She's, oh. so she's right next door to me. Okay, yeah. perfect. Okay, and so so she's at Swedes, and how long has she been uh, child life specialist? Or, or working uh, probably in the about thirty years, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. so okay. She, she was at a couple different hospitals before that. Okay, now right. she's the she's the uh, head of that. Part. Oh, so okay. It's, it's starting all over again with that group. So okay, yeah. all right. Because I know we. I have a. The reason why I said mercy is I have a friend of ours, uh, Marcia Stalter, that works. She's good friends with her. Yeah, yeah. she worked with Marcia for years. Okay, yeah. and then Paul was a teacher at Lincoln yes. for for forever. Now I'm at Lincoln. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so all intertwined. It's yeah. all intertwined. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and then you have two boys, correct? Yes. And and their names and how old are they? Evan's sixteen. Okay. And Alex fourteen. Okay. And where does uh, where does your oldest go? My oldest goes to Lutheran. Okay, he's at Lutheran, yeah. and then my youngest is at one big high school. Oh, okay, it's a freshman. Right. Yeah. Okay, great. And yeah. do they they play? You said they play hockey. They both play hockey. They both play baseball, and they both okay. play, on the travel baseball teams. Okay, yeah. so they're okay. pretty active. Yeah, both those sports will keep yeah. you pretty busy oh, just yeah. with the club stuff, yep. let alone yep. uh, when the regular season starts with um, for um, like for playing for schools and stuff. Right. So okay, so um, and and you graduated from Boylan, right? Nineteen eighty-seven. Okay, and um, and so grew up in the Rafford area the majority of your life. Born and raised. Okay. The only time I left, I left to go to college for a couple of years. Okay. All right. And my first real job out of college was in Wisconsin also. So. Okay. And and you played sports in high school. You yes, played I football. Did. Yeah. yeah and football and track. I, yeah. And I think we just talked about how uh, you uh, may have been the reason why um, my alumni lost the game our senior year. Well, we kind of laughed about that. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. actually made the field that day. Yeah. And I made a fumble recovery. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. What position did you play? I played linebacker. Linebacker. And okay. Offensive guard. So. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Those are, I, I was an inside linebacker and, and running back. And, and so, uh, so know those positions well. Oh, yeah. So, so, uh, so you went to play. Platteville. What did you What did you study at Platteville? I, I played football there, and I, and I, okay. I majored in uh, a business. I went to business human resource management and business management. Okay, All right. I loved it. It was a great school. Yeah, and I know my son was looking at going to play football for them up there too. Yeah. And when we visited the campus, it was it's awesome. It was very very back impressive. then. The Bears played there, or practiced there oh, too. Yes. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's fun, yeah. That w- I was going to say. Then you guys were sharing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sharing the field with those guys. Oh yeah, right? yeah. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I bet that That's was a good time. So. Um, 
So you graduated, did you graduate from Platteville? Yes, I did. Okay, so you graduated from Platteville and then started working in Wisconsin initially. And what, what was your first job out of My out of first college? job was at a hospital. I was a, oh. a salary and benefit specialist in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And and so how long did you stay there? I was there oh, almost two years. Okay. Almost two years. And, okay. Yeah. And then you transitioned back to the Rockford area? Well, it's funny because I, I, all throughout high school and college, I'd I worked for a pizza place in Rockford. Okay. So at some point while working at the hospital, I, I decided, uh, yeah, I still traveling down to Rockford, working at the pizza place on weekends. Oh, wow. So okay. the guy that owned the pizza place said to me, well, why don't you open up your own place? So I tried to open up one. I opened up one in Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. So I did that full-time restaurant at night, full-time Beaverdam Community Hospital during the day. Oh, jeez. You can't burn the yeah. candle at both ends. Yeah. So I made a decision to go straight into the restaurant business. Okay. And, okay. and then... Failed miserably up there, okay. but it was a learning process. Yeah. And I moved back home okay. and I found a place on Winnebago to rent and okay. opened a pizza place 24 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So who did you work for when you were here in Rockford? It was a guy, he, I, he's, he's not in town anymore. Uh, he owned the original Pino's Pizza. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then, so let's talk just briefly about what did you... What happened in Madison? What did you learn from it? Besides the fact that you were trying to do two things at the yeah. same time, <laughs> I, think the, I think the biggest thing was trying to do two things at once. You can't do that. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're a fool if you think you can. You know, yeah. it's. Uh, I was. It wasn't very busy. It was. It's all the place where we were at was a secure on delivery place with all these chain restaurants next door. So uh-huh. I'm a little minnow in a shark tank. So <laughs> yeah, sure. that, that's all it was. You know, and then realizing that you know you got to do. You got to do it different. You know, you can't be a small town place in a small or a big town. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and yeah, I mean, Madison's got, I I can't even imagine how many pizza places. (laughs) Oh yeah. And if, and if you don't have the time to do all the other things, right. Which we know we'll get into when you did, when things you learned there for Anna's. Um, so, so yeah, let's jump in. You, so why, why is it named Anna? Well, it's old family re- relative, and okay. it, Brian's pizza doesn't sound right. Does yeah. it? I mean, it doesn't sound Italian at all. <laughs> doesn't, so, so sure. you know, and it, that was brilliant at the time because, A, back then we had phone books. It's about this thick. I don't know if anybody remembers yeah, yeah, this. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, first name in the phone book was Anna's. So, I mean, uh, it, it makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay. it, it was an old family relative we named it after. So. Okay, okay. And and so so you started Anna's in Winnebago, and that was 24 years ago. Yes. And what, when you were thinking about, I mean, was this in, and unfortunately, I think I think I was there. But you also had, I mean, not only delivery and in in the carryout aspect, but you also had a sit down restaurant part. Well, I, in two thousand, I bought a building across the street from me. Then oh. I started doing the dine ins and everything. Okay, yeah. okay. So that wasn't how it started. No, when it started, it was just a small carryout delivery place. Okay, yeah. okay. And and what was the strategy behind that of just doing carryout and delivery? What yeah, well, it, it was an easy business. It, it, it's uh, back then the. Trend was a carry-on delivery place. Everywhere you go, everybody was just carry-on delivery. Okay. Um, then realizing that, man, I can make a little bit more money if I add a dining room. And a building came for sale, and I jumped on it. And okay, know. okay, gotcha. Yeah. And and so what? What were when those first early years of starting Anna's? What were some things that you? We're doing different in Winnebago, even though obviously it's hard to even compare Winnebago to Madison right. size-wise. But what were some things that you learned from Madison that you were doing different in Winnebago? Okay, the, the funny thing we talked about earlier today, uh, I became an accidental expert on community, okay. which was uh, pretty cool because I didn't know what I was doing sure. community-wise. But um, I my resemble big, that. My, <laughs> big, my, my big thing was how do I get involved in the community? How do I 
So I, I sought out things. I used sponsoring baseball teams. I sponsored little kids' baseball teams for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I did uh, sponsored every event at the school. I mean, we were doing pizza by the slice at their school functions, selling them to at costs so they can make money for the uh, fans club. I mean, so I embedded myself in that school. I volunteered at the school teaching. You know, I read to kids once a week. My wife and I did that. We, we volunteered at the... Um, Serving lunches and everything like that. Okay, okay. So I embedded myself in the school district. Okay. And, and I, you know, I loved it. 20, 24 years of that. You yeah, know, that's yeah. pretty cool. So, and, and with a small town like Winnebago, because Winnebago is, what's the population? Of it's approximately 3,000. 3,000. So, so very common with smaller schools like that, or smaller communities like that, everything evolves around the, the schools. Yes, right? absolutely. And, and then if you have uh, successful sports teams and, and ebbs and flows, you know, that that aspect of of partnering with or um, being part of that is is, is everything right absolutely it's, it's yeah. it, you know and, and that's one thing i have learned over the years i mean you know, people i've talked about it at different functions and how to get yourself embedded in a community you you go to the schools that's that's where everybody goes to yeah. and if you think about it those little kids steer where you go for pizza. I mean, yeah. mom and dad don't say, "Hey, let's go to right. blank." It's the little kids say, "Hey, I want to go to this place." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and be- and and it's even cooler for them because if they know you because you just read yeah. to them or you read to them last year, then it it, it carries on that way, right? Absolutely. And, and so, um, but I think there's this huge aspect, and and so I want want to kind of touch on this is that you you volunteer to read and it, so it wasn't just it wasn't just about the business and it wasn't just about the marketing what what were some of those if you can think of any cool stories about investing in those students any anything I, popping in your I head? can tell you a really cool thing and there's a there's a teacher that went to one bagel that's talking about doing a uh, children's book based on my character of my pizza guy okay because the, the big thing is my beats place was always a safe haven for kids. Like, you know, I know there's a kid, there's a story of a kid that was getting bullied and there's a park across the street from me. And because he knew me from the school reading to him, he came over and said, Hey, I, these kids are after me. Can you, can you talk to him? So we went out there to talk to him and, you know, and say, Hey, look, you know, what's going on. Yeah. And his parents uh, thanked me about that. I mean, it, it's like, nice. so such a small little thing, yeah. such an easy little thing, but because he was comfortable with me, he came to our restaurant to talk yeah. to me and say, hey, help me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and you took the opportunity that was given to you Yes. to, 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 to go out there and try to try to help, try to, try to right. intervene. If right. you're protecting kids, I mean, th- those parents will be forever indebted to oh, you yeah. too. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it, it's not something I set out to do, but it's right. like these people still... Keep in touch with me. Right, right, right. Yeah, and makes, they're out of town, so yeah, makes sense yeah. completely. So, uh, so going going back, and, and again, I, I think you're 100 percent right I mean, from the from an aspect of you want to break into a um, immerse yourself in a community, working with the schools, absolutely is is a huge element. Even more so, I think it's critical in, in smaller communities, right? Um, so, but let's let's touch base just quickly. What's your thoughts about this idea of investing in students? I got a. Now I'm working at the Rockford School District. Yeah. You know, and and uh, after 24 years, but investing in students is huge. I mean, because my thought process is this: if if you want a better student, you try to invest money in money. It's not even money; it's time, effort, uh, commitment, heart yeah. into the student. You reach out to these parents and get them on board at school because the byproduct of a better student and a better 
more involved parent mm -hmm. is a better community. Right, right, right. And I mean, that's what we're trying to do in Rockford, you know, yeah. a better community. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. And so you got to see some of that firsthand. Um, and not to say that, you know, Winnebago was struggling from a community standpoint. No, absolutely. But, but you got to see firsthand how some of that was unfolding. Absolutely. You know? So so going back to Annas um, sure. and, and that experience with Annas, I mean, 24 years is a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so what, what were some things that you – Learn from that. Um, uh, I mean, go from Madison, huge, huge community, right? Lots of competition. Um, how do where, where do you even start to get immerse yourself in that community, right. right? And then Winnebago, completely different animal. And then, so what were some of the things that you learned during those twenty four years about yourself, um, and, and as well as about the business? Well, what I learned about myself is is is, is easy was community is my thing you know I, I mean pizza was too but like being a part of, the, of a community it was so important to me and being that driving force in Winnebago and and constantly you mm -hmm. know supporting different things you know I've seen the benefits of it mm -hmm. and you know in a, in a, oh, back in 2008 when the housing market collapsed yeah. I mean there are people who are struggling losing their houses one after another after another but if you're supporting those people that are struggling mm -hmm. too um, they're still supporting you. I mean, you, you create better products, different different uh, packages for the people, yep, and yep. and then make it work. So yep. we're all in this together. You know, yeah. I think I think people don't see that. You bet yourself in the community. You treat your community. It comes back to you. Yeah. And I felt a, a very strong heart about my community. Yeah. I still do. I remember during that time period. Um, and this is uh, Lino's restaurant yep. in, in, in Rockford. I remember them uh, having, on Friday nights, having a certain type of uh, package, which... I remember that. It's a pizza, yeah. a salad, and a pop. Yep. For yep. like 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did the same thing because yeah. it, it, it was a great idea because it was a terrible time for families at yep. that time. Yep. 10 bucks, you can feed a whole family. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty awesome. And it, and it was definitely, um, like you said, the element of trying to give back right during that time period and realize that maybe we got a year of, of year two that it's going to sales going to dip because of the fact that the housing market's collapsed you yeah. know so yeah so when i opened up kp in in 2000 um 2001 um i knew that i didn't know anything about business right I, mm -hmm. I mean even though i had an interest in it early on i switched over to psychology and other than being a personal trainer i had no real experience in business right. per se and um so I, I immersed myself into studying um other uh other uh types of businesses mm -hmm. uh, everything from uh aerospace to the banking industry to i spent some time studying um, southwest airlines and in studying then starbucks Right. And um, and one of the things with Howard Schultz's model that he had is he, he talked about the importance of the coffee bean, right, and the consistency mm -hmm. of, of the quality of the coffee. Right. And, and then that was part one. And then part two was about wanting that when you went into a Starbucks, no matter where you were at, um, that it was going to give you a similar type of impression, customer service, a similar type of feel, a certain, certain type of smell, um, and then the community outreach piece. Right. And so I modeled that, or KP, around the same thing. My, my coffee beans are my therapist. Right. You know, <laughs> he and, did a great job with yeah, that. Well, 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 thank you. Yeah. And, um, and, and, then the, and then how important – it was to make sure that the best we can is to have the best customer service that we can have Absolutely. for the type of industry we have. And then obviously reaching out into the community and being um, part of the community. Right? Um, 
how if if you were looking at that model, right? How does Annas fit? How, how did Annas fit that model? The the model that you know, and I I, I keep on saying X and L because expert at oh, yeah. the community because oh. I, I, I when I first started I didn't do the research I didn't read the books like you did mm-hmm. I jumped in that business and I was just thinking how do I embed myself in the community and, mm-hmm. and I said the the big thing was I kept on pushing forward you know like yep. if if it's a family in need we reach out to them there's yep. a farmer that lost their farm one during one storm we reach out to them mm-hmm. you know I think that's the important thing of community I learned what community was about based on working in that community sure. and, and realizing what the needs are of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you reach out to people, people get you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you can, you can, I can walk around one bagel. I'm still a pizza guy. They still, hey, there's a pizza guy. There's a pizza guy. And that's because I've always reached out. And that's the model I've followed all my years. I still follow that today. Yep. I'm a very big advocate of small businesses. Yep. I'm a very big advocate of community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but... There must have been an element, right? Uh, that the pizza must have been pretty good. Pizza was good. Yeah, yes. yeah, very good. Yeah, <laughs> and and because I had this conversation with uh, uh, with my let me say this correct my son's girlfriend's dad. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so we had this conversation last night uh-huh. uh, about uh, a possible project that he was talking about doing, and it was this idea that of 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 that that customer service and that community piece can make uh, an average to a little bit above average product much better, much better, much better. And, and, and then if you have a high quality product with exceptional service and you're reaching out in the community, then, then you're going to be a star. Yeah, you're going to be rich the rest yeah, of your yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't burn out, which yeah, is what yeah, we're going to get yeah. to now. <laughs> so, so, what were some of the things that, as great as it was, and obviously with with some of the things that you're doing, not only running the business, but then you're doing a lot of the, you know, it sounds like you're doing it's a family owned business, you know, a small business. Um, you're doing all this re- outreach as well, right? Um, that's putting quite a bit of hours on the clock. Right. And, and so, um, you tell us a little bit about that. So we've been talking about the upsides. What are some of the downsides? Some of the downsides. Okay. And that's simple. Cause it's funny. Cause I, 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 about a year ago, a year, maybe even two years ago, I, I had the idea of, man, I, I'm having a hard time getting employees right now. Um, the economy's shifting a little bit. And mm-hmm. for me, I really didn't shift towards that economy so well so the downside is this is it's just me mm-hmm. it's just me so i gotta make these decisions and now i'm working 80 hours a week seven days a week and it's just me doing all the prep work and my brother helped me out and we had over the years we had a lot of employees but you know i have a dwindling amount of employees so i'm working more hours yeah so in my head i'm thinking i i gotta look at a different avenue in life i'm missing my family. Yep. This this restaurant business worked great for me when I when the kids were young because I was with my kids all day long when they're not in school yet. Yeah. And then I'd pass the baton over to my wife and she takes over at night. Yep. So it worked out perfect for years. Now my kids are in high school. They're very active in sports, very active in stuff. And uh and I don't want to miss that. Yep. And so I was missing that. And that, that's a hard thing to do. I mean, that's a hard I, my heart and soul's in the pizza industry. I love the pizza industry. I've done like some great things. But when you're talking about missing a lot of your family events because yeah. you can't keep up with the demand of having employees mm-hmm. or, I mean, I miss church a lot. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a big element in my life. you know. Yeah. So I was working a ton of hours and thinking, okay, I, I got to think of it, do, about doing something. And it just, 
the, the path was there. I mean, yeah. we talked about the before we talked about before we met here is that the path I was taking was leading me to do a different yeah. life. This the, the seed was already planted, yes. and we and we talk about that in uh, in, the, in the hero's journey and in, in Joseph Campbell's work is that when we're in our normal something starts happening either we've stayed too long um we start getting restless things aren't working the same way as before we start um uh, there's a mismatch some something's happening right and and even though we think we may know what we need to do there's a lot of fear right and, and so what for you to do something different you've been a pizza guy for 24 years right you went from uh, when it wasn't successful mass and now you're you're the you're the pizza guy in right. a community and, and you know that's it's there's an identity wrapped up in right that. so what's what's the fear of possibly doing it different you know what the biggest fear was the biggest fear is that you said the identity. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is, this is who Brian is. Yeah. Brian was a pizza guy. Yeah, and and I, I didn't want to let go of that. I really didn't want to let go of sure. that because that is who I am. That's yeah. everything I based my life. I was a pizza guy before I met my wife. Yeah. Before my kids were born, you know, yeah. I was a pizza guy. Yeah, and now to lose that identity, that's tough. But I'm realizing now that over the, since I'm there, that side. That pizza guy identity is still there, yeah. and the community guy is still there. Yeah. And it, but the fear, I, I didn't want to lose that. Yep. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. I held on to for dear life, and like I can make this work. I can, I can do this. You know, and my wife would, you know, she'd kill me if I told you that. I, I, I did know, I did love doing what I do. Yep. But I, my wife would kill me if I said I would want to do this longer because eighty hours a week, seven days a week, you can't do it. Yeah, and yeah. I missed out in church, family, everything. Yeah. And you can't do it. Yeah. My wife was saying to me before, when are you going to make a change? Yeah. And I couldn't make that change. I really couldn't. It yeah. was hard. Yeah. It was really hard. Well, and I think that 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 situation right there is what happens a lot of times with many of us, right? I know for me, it was, it was very similar to a couple different mm-hmm. scenarios that I've been in my life as I've gone around the circle of the hero's journey is, is that fear of of not necessarily being able to cross that threshold into the unknown. Right. Because our identity or, or, or what we've always known to be, our comfort zone, familiarity, whatever you want to call it, is here. Mm-hmm. And so we'll endure more hours, endure more pain, endure oh, yeah. because we're familiar, with, we're familiar with that pain. Right. We don't know what the unknown is going to be. Absolutely. Right? And I did have that fear of, can I, can I translate this, my life, into something else successful, yeah. Yeah. and I did have that fear. I mean, oh, yeah. that, it's a that was a deep rooted fear too. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. so. But some things were coming to give you. Uh, some things were happening to give you some indications, right? Right. We get these um, signs, right? That, right. You know, we get these signs that say uh, you're on the right path or possibly going in the right direction. And what were some of those? And those signs almost made me mad. You okay. know that okay. because. I joke about that. It kind of sure. because uh, some of the signs that saying you know moving in a different direction, it, it was so. If you look at hindsight twenty twenty, it's like a beacon and out there saying, "Hey, dummy, here you go." Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's like um, I got invited to go to the International Pizza Expo in Vegas. Okay, and you know, you think I'm a pizza guy. That's the biggest honor in the world to go out there to speak, mm-hmm. and I'm speaking about community, not about pizza, about community. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I'm a pizza guy. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Um, a week later, I go to the. I get invited to go to the uh, Midwest Food Service Expo to speak on community. So it's like this is just last year. Yeah. Both these things were just last year. And last year, I traveled with the Small Business Revolution 
it, because of, based on my work on community. It's, it, it, nothing had to do with food. Yeah, yeah, Restu- yeah. Wisconsin Restaurant Tour magazine did a whole article about Anna's Pizza. Okay. And it had nothing to do with pizza. It yeah. had to do with community. Right. So four major things in my life were screaming community. It wasn't screaming pizza. Yeah. So if you read that, it's like yeah. some, somehow, some way, it's leading me down this path to a different career yeah. or saying, hey, yeah, you can do something different in life and be very successful yeah. at it because you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So in 2000, so it sounds like in 2018, end of 2018, 2019, 2019 more, yeah. more 2019, you're getting these offers to speak in community. Yes. And or speak at these, at these, uh, food, restaurants, small business expos and, and, right. and seminars. And, but they want you to focus on how you've utilized the platform of, of pizza or food you immersed yourself in the community. Right. And that's what they wanted to really hear about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And okay. I thought I was a pizza expert. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, you know that's right. so in some ways I'm thinking, okay, why is this happening? Yeah. But yeah. now hindsight 2020, I know why, you know. Okay. Yeah. So, so during that time period, any um any any um as you're making that transition, any um mentors, any uh teachers, anybody coming out and saying, okay, uh I know you know the the pizza business. I know you know the pizza making pizza and the food business, but this other world. Uh, here's some things to to look into. You know, I'm gonna tell you, my biggest supporter was my wife. Okay, and I know that that sounds so simple, but it's true. I mean, she she sat there and she said, well, "We know we need to make a change." Yeah. She goes, "Find that change because you're you're good at what you do. Okay. Find that change." Okay. And you know, if you were talk about mentors, I mean, I, there's there's a lot of things that can come and play. Yeah. But the, my biggest mentor is my wife. Yeah. Because yeah. she supported everything I've done in my life. Yeah. You know? and, so a huge ally. Yeah, huge ally. H- huge ally. So, um, so when so you officially closed Anna's what? August of August this last year. Okay, August of nineteen. Um, and you had the opportunity to go into the Rockford public system. Yes. And when did that start manifesting itself? And it's and it's a unique position. Yes. Right. And so it, it sounds almost like it was created. Imagine that. It's yeah. a parent community liaison. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. And all this community stuff coming together. Yeah. yeah. And, and then I'm a parent community liaison. So how did that all come about? You know, it's it's funny because um, I, at some point I did kind of joke around like I'm I'm leaving the restaurant business in. And the, I announced that on like a like a Facebook post, and, and that's an odd thing for me to do because I remember you. It, it, I think it, you even reached out to me yeah, about the about yeah, that yeah. on, on and, social media. And yeah. I didn't. I wasn't so serious at that point. Yeah. But but when I got when I did that, several people reached out to me. Hey, I got the perfect spot for you. I got the perfect spot for you. And so then I started really exploring it, and uh, I I took a job with the uh, Rockford School District. Uh, Mrs. Garrigan's the, the uh, principal out there, and she said, "Hey, this would be a perfect spot for you." And I, and I said, "Tell me about the job." And it, it, it really, it really was perfect for me. Okay, it okay. really was. It utilized all my skills uh, with community work. So, so let's go back to that decision to put something out on, you know, whatever plat, whatever social media platform you put it out on, that you were thinking about doing something, something different. What, what made you made that decision? What, what was, what you was know, the psychology it, behind um, that? And I think I pulled it off the. <laughs> A Facebook page when I when I put it out there, I thought I think it's out of frustration because I think uh, at that point my family was going to go somewhere for the weekend, mm. and uh, I couldn't go because I had no staff. And so out of frustration, I, I think I who would hire me, mm. kind of joking around, and all of a sudden it's like boom, 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 and then I started reaching out to say, hey, okay, well maybe I do have some some 
something I can do, you know? Sure. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, and that was a big part of it, you know, okay. like maybe that fear of not knowing, yep. but then when people start reaching out to me, yep. it's like, okay, maybe I should look into this. Yep. Yeah. So again, another one of those things about being restless yeah. in, in the, in the familiar and the normal. Right. Right. And, and again, I think that is pretty common that we, 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 we play around with it, but we stick around, right. we play around with it, but we stick around yep. because again, who am I going to be? Is this going to work? How am I going to make money? All those things, right. right? And and then you started talking to some people, but then there still had to be a leap, right? Yeah, the, uh, or a letting go. Yeah, you know what? Leap. It's funny because uh, I I met with Mrs. Garrigan, mm-hmm. and this this is a very unique position. It's newer to the school district, yeah. and, and, and you know we're reaching out to parents, we're reaching out to community, get, trying to get them involved in the school, and that and I'm like, man, I, I could do that. That's exactly what I'm doing with the pizza place. Yep. So, but yet. I mean, I know this sounds, it's, I'm with my family on weekends. Yep. I'm with my family at night. I mean, I could do this. Yep. And so I was, I was very fortunate when I decided to accept that job. Within a week, I had buyers of, of the building, uh, some great community members are opening up ice cream shop in Winnebago. They, they, they're fantastic people. And I was very lucky because I reached out to them and they said, hey, I, well, yeah, we'd love to have that building. And all of a sudden, okay, somebody's interested in the building. I'm interested in a job. Here we go. This is okay. the, the new me. Yeah, yeah. So one of one of the main things that I'm hearing, the theme in this, and mm-hmm. this is where hopefully, you know, if someone's in the same spot, you know, that's listening, is that not only did you have the thought, but you were reaching out to people. Yes. You were you were putting it out there. Yes. And and you know, obviously sometimes you some people you're putting it out to maybe didn't have anything, but other other times people did. But that goes back to how many people you had um, relationships with right while you were doing annals. Yes. And, 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 and it, I was very lucky. I had a great, and it's funny because it, it, not just the community of Winnebago, but I was very involved in the community of the whole 815. Yep. When I left for that, uh, small business revolution, I had a whole basket from the 815 basket that I presented to their town. Okay. And based on what other people volunteered to give and it was pretty awesome yeah so i had a very big connection in the rockford area too yeah Yeah. well i remember that's that up until when we did this the parent university at lincoln Mm -hmm. we had never met right but we had communicated um via certain years yeah social media platforms you know and so but i'd always known brian weevil from anna's pizza Mm -hmm. but you you know from a from a from a restaurant standpoint you were making that much much much, much more than just the Absolutely. restaurant business. So, so I think you're right. That that was a big piece of it. Well, with that, when did just because I'm curious again about sure. that piece, when did uh, when did you start utilizing the social media platform? You know, it's funny because uh, way back when a guy had a guy had posted a. So I, I was mad about because I never knew anything about social media. I think it was about eight or nine years ago, and somebody had Anna's Pizza and Pasta, a Facebook page. Okay. And I was so mad because it's like, I don't, I don't believe in social media. It is, you know, this is a short term thing. And I want to find <laughs> out who had this social, who had this thing started for me. And it said, I located the guy and he said, Oh, this is easy. You got, this is good advertising. This is the future. Mm-hmm. And I, I did get myself embedded into it. And I, now I'm on Facebook, Twitter, you know, Instagram. And, yep. you know, and, and I've done a lot of stuff with it. You yep. know, I've yep. done a ton of stuff with it. Yep. And I always support small business. I always support yep. community with it. Yep. And yep. Like yep. That. Okay. So, so then now being with the Rockford school district, you're, you're specifically assigned to Lincoln or is it for the whole district? I'm specifically assigned to Lincoln. Okay. 
and I, you know, I'm very open about doing more work with the school district and everything like that. This parent university thing that we alluded to yep. became a bigger community-wide event, which the whole district was involved in that. Yeah. So. so yeah, so why? So that was one of your. Was that one of your first big initiatives? Was the parent university? Yeah, you know what though, it's school? funny because I coming from uh, from the pizza place. I, I explain it like this: I got this big old dope ball of community, and I was able to take that big old dope ball community and just put it on my desk at the school district. And it was a huge transition, huge easy transition. The mm-hmm. community stuff was still there, you know. For me, um, my my role kind of is, is I want to make sure people understand the good stuff that we're doing in our community in in Lincoln Middle School and mm-hmm. the Rockford School District. Right. And so, you know, back in October, we had the seed planted about this Perry University thing, mm-hmm. and I'm. I've always been great with the community. I've always been, social media-wise, we've had, I mean, I don't know how many visitors we've had at Lincoln Middle School this year, including mm-hmm. the lieutenant governor came to my office to visit me, that, which is really totally awesome. You know, sure. you know how, many, how many people have that happening? Right. Yeah. So, so Parent University was um, trying to get the parents involved and give, see, I think we have to reach out to these families in um, for every resource they can possibly have mm-hmm. to build that better student. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we had the opportunity to bring it to Lincoln, first time. And I, I don't know how many years that he's probably he's ever done at Perry University. We had speakers, and you were one of the yeah. wonderful speakers for that. And we had probably about thirty different resource booths, yeah. so these families can come there, get every single resource they need at one spot. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty well, awesome. Okay. Well, I know that uh, you know. In, unfortunately, that particular day there was a lot snowstorm. of factors. A snowstorm yeah. the night before, you know. <laughs> yeah. And because we haven't had too many of those snowstorms this year, right. uh, there was you know, and there was a, a, a predictions the night before that it was going to continue yep. into the next morning, and I think that played it played havoc in in the attendance. I sat there one o'clock in the morning watching the snow. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. So. Um, so when you when you think about that particular event, and, and like I said, tons of vendors there, a lot of a lot of different speakers that were there on a variety of different topics. What were some things? Now it's been a couple of weeks since that's happened. What were some things that you learned um, learned about that event? You know, putting that event on um, that went well, and then what were things that you learned about it? Because it was really about planting seeds, right? You know, it's like anything, right? You you start something. Typically, the first time that you come out of the gate it is not going to be. Um, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's. A, I don't know if it's a success of the first time you do it. It's the best, right? right. Because uh, because that means you don't have a very good follow up plan, right? Right. I mean, and so, what things did you uh, learn, and you're going to take away and build on? And what are some things that you go, okay, we we can improve. That's on. an easy one, you know, because okay. I, I I sat there at one point, and I think there's a couple of. A couple of these speakers, these great speakers that we had, mm-hmm. remind me of the same thing. You know, sit back and look. Even though we, we didn't have a ton of parents show up because we had a snow, snowstorm and everything like that, we sat there, looked around, and we see this whole Rockford community supporting what we're doing at Lincoln Middle School yep. and what we're doing at the Rockford School District. Yep. It was amazing. It was like the mayor's office was involved, the Rockford Fire Department, Police Department, the YMCA, the uh, United Way, um, KP Counseling, yep. Miss Whitford was there, you know, uh, Maurice West was there. I mean, it was just incredible. I mean, to see all these entities and you could just sit there and watch them all interact. And some of them did business links together. Yep. What's the next event? And every single one of those vendors said, hey, we're, we love what we put together. Let's do it again. And, and it, realized, it makes me realize I got to do that push. I'll keep on pushing and make sure we 
we're providing for these families. Yeah. And I think I think that was a, a very big positive moment where mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yes, I'm going to do it again. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And we're going to build that better student. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So, so, the, so that was definitely the motivation because of the encouragement and oh, the yeah, support from the people over there. Did a, there was a, you had a lot of, uh, uh, media attention, you know, going into it, which was always planting seeds too. So even right. for people that weren't able to be there, they were able to they capture some things. And I think Absolutely, that's yeah. important for people that are, are listening, that are wanting to do some type of event. Right. It, it's, it's all about that aspect of the journey going into it. What happens that day? It, it it doesn't necessarily. Yeah, we always want to have a great turnout. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to have a thousand people there. Yeah. But, but but, but it's yeah. not necessary, right? Because over a thousand people heard the message, right. in One fashion or another. Absolutely. And I, and I got to say, I got I to thank the media for that because I'm going to tell you what: if people are watching the news at night, and everybody does, right? It, and they're looking at that, watching the news and saying, hey, look what look at middle school. Look what Rockford School District is doing for our families. Yep. Even though they weren't at that function, they're, it's better in their head that we're doing something different. Yep. And we're making a change. Yep. And we're reaching it. My biggest thing was when I got to Lincoln Middle School, I realized there was a brick wall in between the parents and the school. And I, I think I, I, I sent a message to Dr. Jarrett. I said, you know there's a big brick wall, but today we broke a big hole in that wall. Mm-hmm. Watch it eventually crumble. And that's, mm-hmm. I think that's true. Yeah. You yeah. keep on pushing, 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 and making sure you're doing the right things to help those families yeah. out. So, and, and again, going from Winnebago into the Rockford, different animal. Oh, yeah. Different demographics. Absolutely. A lot, a lot of things are different. Um, what do you think are some contributing factors? It's got to be multifaceted. What are some? What do you think are some contributing factors to that wall between the school and the parents, the school and the community? See, I think the biggest thing is resources. Mm. I think in Winnebago, there's less crime, there's less you know less struggles. Uh, it's a big old it's family out there and families that grew up out there together, farming community. You go into Rockford, it's a different demographic. There's a higher crime rate. There's mm-hmm. a higher you know um, the demographics are way different. The poverty levels. Yeah. So what we need to do is make it easier for the families to get those resources. Mm. And I think uh, the, in the divide, the, the wall of the school is, you know, maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't do well in school mm. prior to, or they didn't think school was that for them because they're in a poverty area. Mm. Um, and now if we can give them the resources to help their student realize that there's more to life than just, finishing grade school, finishing high school, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot more to life, you know, sure. but you got to give them the resources because there's a lot of single families out there, yeah. you know, and mom working two jobs, the kids watching the, watching the uh, other children after school. So, I mean, there's a big dim- different demographic yeah. that we got to realize. And I think we, with parent university, we did realize that that's, mm-hmm. that's why we want to bring them all, all these places at one spot to give them opportunities to learn about yeah. what's yeah. out there for them. Well, and I think like many things, right, that when you're starting something new, a newer concept such as Parent University and what is Parent University, mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, it, it, I mean, they, the people who need the resources from Parent University may not necessarily either one know about it or right. understand what, what that's about, right? Right. And, and so it's a matter of getting the word out and reaching them for where they're at. 
Right. You know, and in a, and in, and there's a lot of different ways of going about doing that. What are what are some th- ways that looking into the future? Let's say if you guys do something either later this spring or next fall, what are what are some things that you are at least thinking about of of putting out there to to reach some people and do some well, things? One of my things is that, I'm going to tell you, I I, I I have that inner drive to continue to help. Yep. And I and I, I will not stop. Mm-hmm. And I think I would love to see two parent universities a year. And it, so my thought process, the changes that I saw that needed to take place is maybe we're not having a Saturday afternoon morning. You know, maybe maybe that Saturday morning wasn't the best. Maybe after school when there's other functions going on at the same time where we can capture more parents. So like a sports. You'd like a sports, sports thing or uh, enrollment for the next school year. Sure. Or, yep. you know, parent-teacher conferences yep. would be good. So parents are going to be there anyways. Yep. Might as well get full education yep. with that and get that help and everything like that. Yep. Um, the other thing was uh, – I think busing, you know, I, I never thought about that. Yep. You know, there's there's families that their kids come every day on buses. There's families that don't have cars. Yep. So next year, next one, next mm. semester, what have you, we provide buses at specific locations to bring kids, families in. Sure. Yeah, right. I think that would make a big difference. Yeah. A couple of years ago, talking about your parent conference idea, um, a few years ago, um, I was working with um, Harlem School District. Mm-hmm. They had asked me to come in. They had... Uh, just, just like within a, like a week or so, had lost a ninth grade student to suicide, right. and um, they asked me to come in, and the, um, and, and it was very much in response to, you know, um, and I think at this time that 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 had been like the second or third um, death by suicide wow. within that particular year, and. Um, and one of the things that they wanted me initially to do is be there when the parent conference was going on. And right, so, so, yeah. so while parent conference for the ninth grade campus, because they haven't at that time, they had a ninth grade campus while that was going on. Um, they wanted me to do kind of like a, a you know, 15, 20 minute talk. And, and it was kind of rolling. I did it a couple, I think I did it a couple times. Um, but it was because the, the parents were already there. Right. And, and, and especially at that time, I think in middle, you know, grade school, middle school, and early high school, parents are still attending, right. uh, coming to the parent conference. And so it's, they're already there. We had a, we had a decent turnout. Um, it's one of the things for all the different communities I go in and talk about the suicide awareness piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of the hardest things, regardless if, you know, a week ago I was in Florida doing a talk and we had about 30 parents. I was down in Byron a few, you know, couple weeks ago or three weeks ago and um and you know we had 50 you know so it's 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 usually that average somewhere between 20 to 50 parents and regardless if it's a real big community smaller community it's just hard to get a large percentage of the parents out and absolutely and so and these were all coming at um you know, coming at night, you know Mm -hmm. type of thing so I think it's just it is one of those dilemma of parents are so busy they have so many different things going on that's right. pulling at the time, including their their kids' activities. Right. See, the one thing I do get, though, out of that in my head is, you know, numbers aren't always the thing. Yep. If you reach one person, yep. absolutely, and I, that's a success. Yep. And I know that's hard for me to – I think you and I had the yep. discussion that day. Yep. Um, uh, the success is, have, did you reach anybody? Yep. And I think that's crucial. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think you're 100% right. If if just one person gets what they need to hear um, or what they need to, to make a change in their life, 
then it's worth it. Right. 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 And um, in in that, w- once that happens, that person then shares it. And it builds. And it yeah. builds. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the the news. If thirty parents watched one of the channels and they told five other people, look what Lincoln's doing to help out. Yep. Look what the Rockford School District is doing to help out. Yep. It just builds, yeah, yeah. and I can't wait to keep on building. Yeah. So okay. I'm ready for that. Good deal. So, uh, in in your new role, you know, and, and the things that you learned with Ann. Now, even though it, it obviously it's different, different community, oh, right? Yeah. And, and 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 when you were work with Anna, you, I mean. You know the thing you always had, right? Was that you were given food, right? Right. There, there was that was easy. Food. Yeah. There was a food one, right? <laughs> yeah. So that was the that was the opening, right? Yeah. That was then. And free pizza brings everybody in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, at least you get their attention, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and um, and and so now it's a it's similar type of process, but it's a different animal, right? And and so what are some things that you've learned about yourself in the first, let's say, six months of doing this? The, the one thing I did learn because being my own boss of Anna's, I. I I was at Solars all my years, yep. so playing well with others. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know that's it's not a it's not a detriment. It's something that, that I'm learning to to delegate and mm-hmm. communicate and mm-hmm. realize where my help is and everything like yep. that. The district helped me out tremendously with the with the parent university, especially at the last minute when we had some issues that we had to figure out. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's it's something that, that I've learned to. You know, you can't do it all yourself. Right, right. And if right. you think you can. You better write a book, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so that was my biggest thing. And one thing I learned too is uh, to be that open guy. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's kids with a lot of different elements here in the Rockford area mm-hmm. that that just need a voice, just need to be heard, just need to have somebody say, hey, I care about you. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's crucial. I've, I've reached out to several kids that, that, that you know, one kid says that, uh, you know, he, I'm his role model, right? And I've only known him for how many months, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's nice. Yep. But you got to listen to these kids because everybody has their issues. Mm-hmm. Every I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. I have my issues. You yep. have your issues. Yep. Yep. We all have your issues. If you can listen to somebody's issue and try to help them out with that, man, that's life, man. Yeah. That's, that's a beautiful life. Well, and, and even if you don't have answers, I think that key of being able to create space to hear them, right? To so that they can can feel like they're actually being heard, right? And um, I think that's a huge piece, right? It, Absolutely. And and the willingness to go and say, okay, how can I connect them with someone else if you don't have, you right, know, those answers or, or whatever. So, and I think there is, you know, obviously there's going to be challenges, right? Because you know Lincoln, you know, is in the middle of Rockford. It's it's got it's got a, a pretty diverse. I mean, you have you know you have individuals that you know are coming there and they their their kids could go to a private school but they choose for their kids to stay right. and, and go to school at Lincoln and then you know most likely eventually go on to East High and and others um, like you said may not have um, their own transportation right and so that you got it's way diverse yeah yeah and it's all in the same building right, right? in the same classrooms and so it's how do you meet you know meet those students where they're at and, right and there's some there's some that some parents who've had great experiences as they've gone through school because of whatever their experience was and others, they didn't have good experiences. And so there's going to be that element that's going to play a part and, um, being sensitive to that. Right. The beautiful thing we have at Lincoln, I, the the administration is great. (laughs) I I love all the people there. The, uh, the staff is outstanding. There's a a staff that cares about people. You know, sometimes you think, you know, it's not just their job. It's they, they care about people, which is awesome. And that's one thing I, I felt 
strongly about when I went to Lincoln. I mean, immediately you felt that care about the kids. Sure. You know? and, I, and I know that that was definitely the impression I got when I was there oh, I'm uh, glad on, that, on that yeah. day. Um, I, I know a couple of individuals that worked there, and now I feel like I know a, a lot more just by being there that Saturday morning. But right. it very much was that that feeling that I got that there was a lot – a lot of resources and a lot of talented, caring um, individuals working there. Absolutely. And, and that really want to make a difference for the kids. They do, yeah. yeah. I love that. So when you think about, uh, you know, your, your your boys are 16 and 14, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and made this huge change in the last six months. Um, when you think about, two, two parts, when you think about what, what things do you want to do um, regarding this role, not just parent university, but your role as the parent community liaison, mm-hmm. and then also so what do you see that that's the first question the second question is what do you see five years from now for brian oh yeah that's a so, tough one so, so, so let's go with the <laughs> yeah, let's go with sure. the, let's go with the role first okay what do you, what do you envision my, my role is is it, it is it defining is it's uh that role is becoming def, more defining you know it, we, it's morphing into different things uh i i really love the fact that the Rafford school district embraces the parent community lays on a role and they now have a coordinator that leads us and like this next week i am going to a whole thing on a conference in chicago to learn more Mm -hmm. i could feel myself learning a lot more stuff about how to reach out to people how to you know i'm a i was a pizza guy you Mm -hmm. know what i mean you know even though that sounds crazy but uh that that that, i may not know what school was about I, i i didn't know what uh the kids are needing, but I'm learning that in a yep. big way. So in my head, the short term, I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to, I want to morph myself into something that's really uh, essential. Like I want to be at the Rafferty School District. I want to, I want to expand this parent university. I want to reach those students. Mm-hmm. I want to make those students successful. Five years from now, I, I'm not really sure. You know, it, sure. It's, 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 it's funny because um, whatever my role is going to be, Mm-hmm. He'll still be heavily involved in community. Yep. You know, that's 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Hopefully still with the Rockford School District. Hopefully still with Lincoln. You yep. Know? Yep. We'll, we'll see where it goes, you know? Sure, sure. Because, I mean, community is, is my role. And, yep. You know? Yep. Yeah. And so when you, with that, and so if we go, um, if you picture in your mind, right, sure. of, of, a, of a thriving community, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what is what do you picture in your mind that a thriving community looks like? And I know I'm sounding like I'm sure. saying you have to be a politician, but what you, you know, what, you know, what, it's what, funny because I, I I do see it. Yeah, I do see. It. I see it in Rockford. Okay. I see the whole eight one five area. What I think see as a thriving community is we get rid of all this negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot, so many things. I love Rockford. I born and raised here. I came back home. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Uh, and being part of Lincoln, I came back home and I chose to come back home. Yep. I've had other job offers outside the area. I want to be here. Yeah. Uh, what I see in the Rockford area is is so crucial. I mean, it, it, there's so many things that are going on. So many good things. We got you know, different groups, uh, you know, doing great things. The Chamber of Commerce is doing some great things. Um, the Transform Rockford, uh, you know, alignment of Rockford, the, the, the mayor's office. They're doing fantastic things to build a beautiful community. Um, the one thing I see, we got so many great things, but people still talk negative. Eventually, they get so much of that positive stuff, that negativity goes away. Mm-hmm. And I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. We, we build a better Rockford. You know, people will come here for jobs. People come here for because it's a great place to be. And it is. It's a mm-hmm. great place to be. Mm-hmm. The stigma of a negative 
community is going away. Mm-hmm. So I strongly feel that. So so one so one of the things is is to change the perspective, right? Yes. From from a half empty, uh, half empty to a half full. Yeah, absolutely. Based upon the fact that focusing on the good things that are going on, There's so much good too, and, and and fixate on that. That's that's a big part of what you see and want to be a part of when it comes into thriving community. Right, and I want to be a big part of that. Sure, sure. I, I want to be here. I want to do whatever it takes to make a better Rockford. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, Brian, uh, I appreciate you being here on the show, and uh, well, thank you. I pre- appreciate your energy and and just your uh, desire to help and your desire to make a difference, um, and, and the and the concept of uh, we focusing on t- students because eventually those students are going to grow up and become great community people. Yeah. And so, but one of the ways to focus on students being good students and, and growing to be great community members is to help the families and Absolutely. help the parents. And so that in the, in the long run, it goes back down to how to have a thriving community. That's so, right. So Brian, I appreciate your energy and appreciate uh, your drive for this and, and the aspect of recreating yourself and how you created what you did with Anna's and how that's morphed into what you're doing now. Well, I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, not a problem. When, Thanks, when you, you, uh, when you are, uh, as we're getting ready to leave here sure. and wrap up, if there's one thing that you'd want to share with the listeners, um, what would be that one thing you'd want to part with? You know, we got so many great things going on. Stay positive. And you know, my thing with community is, and I got a quote, this is my own quote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so community is, you know, so many people are afraid to be involved, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter how big of a piece or how small of a piece you have. Just be a piece. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Brian, again, thank you. If there was a, what's the best way? If someone wanted to reach out to you, someone wanted either uh, a listener wanted to reach out and do something themselves or reach out sure. to you and needed something as, a, as you being a resource, what's the best way to get the best way is my social media, okay. Brian Weevil on okay. Facebook, Brian Weevil on Twitter okay. and Instagram. And then spell your last name for us. W-E-A-V-E-L. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. You give me a call. I, I'm an open book. You, you know that. Okay. So, yeah. Well, definitely. Well, thank you for being here and thank you for everything that you I you're appreciate doing. it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, again, uh, I think this was a great example of how someone um, started something, had, had a setback and a failure, and then learned from that and then came into a different community with the same type of vision but expanded on that. And then by default, um, just by reaching out and being who he is, um, recognized that by helping people, um, that helped his business. And then it actually gave him an opportunity to recreate himself into another, uh, another career as well as helping our community, um, become thriving. So, uh, Brian Weevil, thank you for listening today and, uh, we'll look forward to being with you next week. Thank you.